Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about video game news and all that stuff from this week's stuff. Remember that E3 was this week so we've got lots to talk about probably maybe I don't know. But with me this week we've got Gary. Hey Gary. Oh hey. I'm uh, here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad thank you. No, how was your week? It was stressful work-wise, but it was pretty good over the weekend. Did you enjoy E3 this week? I did, yes, to a degree. I enjoyed being an E3 leaker to my own team, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so what you been up to this week? Oh, not much, man. Just work and playing Vampire. Finally got a chance to get to that. Oh, um, nice. Finished Days Gone, which was way better than everybody said it was going to be, especially heading into it's the second half. So, yeah, good, good stuff. Good times. And we've got a Tim. Hey, Tim. Oh, hey. How are you? <laughs> um. I'm okay. Just I heard here. you're recording from underneath a blanket tonight. Yep. Blanket it's called coping. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm sleepy as shoot. Oh. My sleep's been weird lately. Hello. Do you say weird sleep? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ben weird sleep. Ben doesn't sleep, so. <laughs> I sleep. It's true. I sleep often. I sleep too much. I need to sleep less. Oh, okay. He blinks sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> ben sleep. He blinks sometimes. <laughs> I clearly sleep too much. Anyway. Womp. Have you been? A, have you had a good week? E three and stuff. Yeah, E3 was okay. Uh, I also like to call it uh, the Square Enix show instead. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what it was. But yeah. we'll go more into it in a bit. And, of course, we've got Ed with us this week. Hey, man, how are you doing? Good to see you back. Hey, hey thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. No problem. How have you been so since we last had you on? Um, busy. Work nice. is crazy. Um but all in all good. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good E3? I did. There were a few titles that have been announced that I'm actually looking forward to. Nice. Um, probably not on the popular side of things, but like Luigi's Mansion 3, big for me. Um, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I know that was announced before, but they actually gave an extended trailer. Nice. And uh, DBZ Kakarot. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. For Bloodlines, I'm really hoping one of my favorite YouTubers goes back and does like a playthrough of it. Um, oh. He tried to do, he did a playthrough of the first one, but like quit halfway through it. So I'm really hoping he just does it fully this time. Uh, Was, friend, did, he, did he just have really good commentary or what? Uh, he Basically, uh, he does abridged content, you know, like Team Four Stars does. Oh, okay. Um, but he was playing through the game as one of the characters he pretends to be in the show that's awesome yeah so yeah man i hope he comes back too uh, then yeah um Marek from Yu Gi Oh. so 
yeah. I'll have to look him up. Yeah, look up Little Karibo. Little Karibo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like... Yeah. He did, like, I think about nine episodes, but he never finished the game, so... But oh. it was funny, because, you know, him doing the voice of the character that he pretends to do. <laughs> yeah. And ben, trying to stay in character though? as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Did you play the original um, Masquerade Redemption? Uh, no, I didn't. I wish uh, I had. But I'm, I will get this, though, because, you know, I'm a console player, and I didn't really... I don't think the previous ones ever went to console, did they? I don't no. think so, no. Uh, I think the first one was more like a Diablo style, and then they went to first yeah. person on Bloodlines 1, and then this yeah. one, I think, is first person, third person. I can't remember. Yeah. It's like a mix. I think it's like first person, but when you're doing, like, actions, like climb out and stuff... Yeah, or oh, sucking blood is probably going to be th- third person as well. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so video games, a lot got announced this week. We'll start with some of the exciting stuff that disappointed us. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Star Online Two got announced. Yes. Ooh. We so it got announced for Xbox, but we it, from the PSU article, it looks like it might be coming to PlayStation. So we'll see. Um, Gary, are you looking forward to Fantasy Star Online 2 in case it comes over here? <laughs> I have been looking forward to Fantasy Star Online 2 for, what is it now, five years since it released yeah. in Japan? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, sounds like it is going to come to PS4 eventually. Yeah. That's according to Phil Spencer, of head of Xbox, who pretty much said that it's not going to be exclusive. And it might even be exclusive to US, by the way. Yeah, There's no confirmation of Europe yet. So I don't even know what Sega's doing anymore. They're just randomly drawing shit out of a hat, apparently, to decide what's happening with their company. Just remember, though, if it isn't US, you can just import it without an issue. Hey, was Um, the first one on Dreamcast? Sorry. Yes, it was. Okay. It was the first console MMO, wasn't it? Oh, wow. I think yeah. so, yeah. No, wait. Was EverQuest before that? EverQuest came out on PS2, but no, Fantasy Star came out before EverQuest did on PS2. Okay. And EverQuest yeah. wasn't a full MMO anyway, really, was it? It was, it was like a spin-off, EverQuest Adventures. It was MMO, MMO Lite, I think. Yeah, still an MMO, though. Yeah. Just not as heavy on the content. Yeah. Um... So yeah, uh, Ed, what do you think of Fantasy Star Online 2? You know, man, I uh, I haven't personally had an opportunity to play the franchise, but from what I've seen, it looks decent. Um, like I mentioned, the games that I was more interested in were the ones I mentioned earlier. And, uh, but I can't say anything bad or good. You know, it just looks awesome. Tim? I didn't know that they were been delayed since like, what did you say, Gary? It's been five years that they released it in Japan. Yeah, well, they released it in Japan, and then they translated the entire game into English, so people thought it was going to come yeah. to North America and Europe. It's more than five instead... years, actually. Um, no, the PS4 years. version was 2013. Oh, wow. Uh, the PC <laughs> version was 2012. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So they Oh, no, sorry, Vita was 2013, PS4 was 2016, my bad. But still... 2012 was when it first came out. 
Yeah, they, they translated the entire yeah. game into English and instead released it in China instead. So literally, the entire English version of the game is in China. Yeah. But not in, in the U.S. That makes sense, man. They should release an all-Chinese version in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want my Japanese-only version in the U.K. That makes... Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the, yeah, English, it... the English will get... The British will get a French version, and then the French will get... A... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it just... It made no sense. What is it out? It's all out on PC, PS4, PlayStation Vita, Vita and I think PS3 too, isn't it? Uh, there's no listing on the on PSU.com, PlaysUniverse.com. Go check them out. Yeah, I, PS3. I think it also released on PS3 as well. So yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. understand it. Why it took them so long? I still don't understand why it's going to Xbox first. Literally the yeah, smallest really. market for a Japanese MMO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I but... guess they're like, oh well, we don't have competition with that pesky Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, they don't, they don't have a user base either, so it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Tim, what do you That's think of Fantasy Star Online 2? I'll be excited when it gets to us in the Chinese-French version. And did you know that Fantasy Star Online 2 had a Fantasy 14 crossover already years ago? No. Yeah, they got they had they added Odin into the game for a limited time and added weapons from Final Fantasy into it. Do you want to know why I didn't know? Why? Because it wasn't out here. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it makes me sad. Hashtag. Oh, I just wanted to talk about Fantasy Fourteen because it's only a couple of weeks now until Shadowbringers, but let's go back on the topic. Uh, this is something that excited me at first when I saw it and then disappointed me like 10 seconds later. Marvel Avengers campaign only lets you play solo. Uh, we didn't see any gameplay footage, but they pro- there were supposedly people that got to see it behind the scenes in like a bunker uh, at E3. So, wait, 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 wait! You can't even do the campaign co-op. No, the campaign is solo only. Nice. The, well, then what? The, what the fuck is the co-op for? News regarding the solo campaign comes from a report on IGN who spoke to Crystal Dynamics during a private demo in Los Angeles this week. They confirmed that the game will indeed only allow for solo play during the main campaign, though co-op is obviously still a major part of the title outside of that one mode. Uh, the sequence IGN saw was the Golden Gate Bridge attack as seen in the trailer, and is described as being scripted like other major action-adventure action games such as Uncharted and Tomb Raider. Because when I think Avengers, I think Uncharted. Uh, during the level, you're able to play as multiple members of the Avengers for different situations. Cole mentioned a bus fight against Task Manager. Task. <laughs> and they said Task Manager. <laughs> Taskmaster. Um, however, the extra side, extra side missions are where it opens up the co-op. You can pick up which character you want to play as, such as Hulk for Iron Man and Old Lady Black Widow. Meredith. We call her <laughs> Meredith now. <laughs> Old Lady Black Widow. Can you play as Thanos? I mean, I guess when you, wanna, when you be in the game and you'd want to go into solo mode. Because Perfect. You, you just snap it and half the enemies in the level will disappear. Game over. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
DLC is going to be free. The PS4 owners will have access to the beta before anyone else. Though we don't know the date of the beta, so nor how long the beta is or how long the early access is going to be. It could be like PS4 gets it for a day. Yay! Three cheers. Really pointlessness. Um, Ed, are you looking forward to Avengers at all? Because yeah. You know, when you first mentioned it, I thought you were talking about the new Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which I am actually looking like forward fun. to, but, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know about the Avengers game. I might have overlooked that part. Um, yeah, sure. I'm looking forward to that. As long as you can play with Thanos. Well, so far we know it's... You can't. <laughs> well, no, so far we know you can play as um, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hulk for Captain America. You can count me out. I'm good. Um, and of course, Ant Man is the first DLC because nice. everyone knows that Ant Man is what people want for DLC. Absolutely, Ant Man. Ant Man. Sorry, <laughs> I just want to point this out multiple times. I mean, but to be fair, you can't you can't please all Marvel fans because if I had the choice of DLC characters, it would be Squirrel Girl. No, Ben. Here's the thing. <laughs> You can please those fans. What they're doing instead is putting characters in that people already know. Yeah. And that is my biggest problem with this game completely. And they're also going to try and hype out the fact that one of the future DLCs is probably going to be Hawkeye. And they'll be like, oh look, Hawkeye is now playable. And everyone's like, but it's Hawkeye. Who cares? Or whatever they call him. Or whatever he looks like. Because they sure do look weird. Especially Jesus Man. Jesus Man? Have you, uh, I'll link the picture. Iron Man looks like Jesus. Yeah, Iron Man looks oh. a bit like Jesus. <laughs> um, they're not the... Um, they're not the... Um, what you call it? The, um, yeah, from the Marvel Universe. Cinematic Universe they're characters. They're just... The movie characters. So people yeah. Aren't gonna... yeah. They look a bit... Uh, talk a bit while I work it. look this up, Kerry. Okay, I guess I should give you my opinions. Um, I am not looking forward to it at all anymore. Uh, I was at first. Now, not so much. Because it seems like they don't even know what kind of game they're fucking making. Because all they're doing is giving everybody misinformation. First, they're saying you can play the whole game in co-op. Now, they're saying it's solo only and side quests are co-op. What the fuck is the point of that? Who wants Tell to him, Gary. That? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the fetch quest I get to do with my buddy, but I can't take on Thanos with my friend. Really, like I, I don't know what's going on with this game. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a very light on content game when it comes out. If they're literally already talking about DLC, uh, yeah. it, it's just to me right now is if they have a license. And they're hoping to sell a game based on that license. And the fact yeah. that they're literally using every character from the movies mm. and then obviously giving them their comic book design rather than their movie design and the fact that people are getting pissed off about that, which makes no sense to me. Uh, it's just there's a lot of combination of stuff here that I'm not a fan of. Um, I... I know Crystal Dynamics is a lot of people's favorite 
or a, a favorite of a company for them. I don't think Crystal Dynamics is anywhere near as good as they used to be after the original remake of their Tomb Raider or the reboot of Tomb Raider. Yeah. They really fell down after they lost so many of their. You mean you mean after Gex entered the Gecko? Hello. <laughs> well, that, that... Sure. Why not? Um, you mean Blood Omen, right? You have to mean Blood Omen. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Ed, I posted in the general chat. What oh, did? I can't. It's not loading any. Oh wait, there it goes. Oh wow, that's disappointing. <laughs> that is, wow. Okay, so yeah, and... I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Gary on that. This sounds like a big cash grab. Yeah. There's not even a good cash grab. It's just, yeah. Well, what I mean is. Like, you know how sometimes movies uh, used to come out in the past, they yeah. would always have some big blockbuster from Disney, whoever it may be, and yeah. then they'd make this crap-ass game that was just bare minimal gameplay, like Tron, for example, yeah. Legacy came out, just to sell off of the title, or some Jurassic Park game, or whatever it is. They just Bounce always made a crappy Bounce game in. to buy Bounce off. Yeah? I mean, it's no cool spot, I can tell you that. Oh, dude, don't you dare to talk about Bounce cool in. spot. Well, I said, it's a good game, cool spot. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Seven up, what is yeah. it like? It was a seven up, up logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the first call spot was good. Call spot goes to Hollywood wasn't that good. Dang, never got to play. Yeah, that. and yeah. and some of the stuff I've been hearing about the people who watch the gameplay demonstration yeah. that they provided, a lot of them have said that there's literally no difference <laughs> to any of the characters. Like Iron Man and Thor could fly, but <laughs> they literally can't. They're like <laughs> stuck on a certain degree, like they hover pretty much, but they can't really fly off and do their own thing. Oh, well. um, they're like stuck in where they're supposed to be, and each of the characters pretty much plays the same, just with their different powers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I can see why now they didn't show gameplay to everybody because it doesn't sound like it was very impressive at all. So. Yeah, and like you said, Ben, Ant Man yeah. is the first DLC character. Like, what what are they gonna? How how can they possibly make Ant Man fun to play with unless you yeah. actually let him become super small or super large, which completely changes the dynamic of what probably they have scripted into the game. So you won't be able to do it. Uh, like like the only way I see them doing it is if he becomes small and he just like as a light. You see him as a light just like punching people during combos and he comes back to normal after the combos finished. Like I can't imagine them actually doing anything with that man where it actually becomes small and yeah. you see it from his perspective and the world is huge. That's too hard to do in what I would assume is a games for service game where everything is kind of set to be a certain way. You have to completely reprogram the entire world for him to fit as a small character in a big world and vice versa if he becomes massive and he just stomp on everything and win easily so that's giant man <laughs> i i just yeah i'm not i'm not looking forward to this at all um i'll, I'll stick to waiting for warner brothers to announce their game i have more faith in that yeah um i can't remember tim have you talked about avengers at all yet about how disappointing it is. 
Do, 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 do. Damn. Man, it's so disappointing. Tim has gone quiet. Tim has muted. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's fine. I don't. I wasn't really that excited about the game, and, and it's fine. I'm probably not going to get it. I was going to get it until I saw this. You know, I look. I like the look of the uh, co-op Avengers, but not if the whole campaign is going to be solo and then you have little side missions that are co-op. Yeah, it kind of defeats the yeah. purpose of the name, Avengers. It's just yeah. going to be Avenger. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> and, and quite honestly, like, if when you watch the trailer, like, none of the voice actors match the characters that they're playing. No. In my opinion. Like... It, it doesn't sound like they fit their role at all. I like. I think what is it? No one north is playing Iron Man, was it? I don't know. I don't That's remember who he's playing. But yeah, like he does yeah, he not sound like Widow. an Iron Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like the, they have an all-star voice acting cast, but in my opinion, none of the voice actors match the characters that they're playing. I don't know. It's weird to me. Yeah, who would you who would you match them up for then? What would what would you do? Uh, quite honestly, I would put Noah North as Captain America instead of I think yeah. I don't even know who's playing. Uh, Troy Baker, I think, is playing the Hulk. I'd have Troy Baker kind of as um more of an Iron Man. Yeah, game. same. <laughs> so I don't know, like it just doesn't mesh with me. And I know people are also going to be pissed that there is literally only the one female character. Um, yeah. I'm pissed. I would be pissed too. Yeah, as a Black Widow, she's awesome, but you kind of have some badass shoes to fill there with Captain Marvel joining the yeah. the squad there, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. Rogue. Exactly. Just give me a fucking X. She-Hulk. God. Give me Mystique. <laughs> Then you could be everybody. Spider-Gwen. <laughs> oh boy, I'm yeah, going to add this quickly about um, Borderlands 3. Uh, there's a YouTuber that I watch recently called uh, ProZ. He does like um, like weird skits and stuff like that. It's, he's kind of funny in some of them. But he, uh, he on Twitter a couple of days ago revealed the fact that he will be playing the voice for Flack in Borderlands 3. So... I just want to say a congratulations. YouTuber. A YouTuber is doing a voice? Yeah, he's doing the voice. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. It's probably cheaper for Randy to do that. I mean, no, let's go off that. It's <laughs> cheap for Randy. <laughs> <laughs> just like the hookers he hired. I don't know, that's probably where he spends all his money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about Randy anymore. No, that's enough. Anyway... <laughs> Off, let's go back onto topic. Um, Black Desert Online got a release. Uh, I thought it was a release date, but in fact, it's just a pre-order date. You too can start pre-ordering Black Desert Online on July second for a release date that doesn't exist yet. Nice. Uh, it supports 4K resolution with the PS4 Pro, and yeah, sorry, mate. That's a bad day because that's when Shadowbringers comes out. So no, I'm nobody's not... gonna be ordering. <laughs> <laughs> be buying Shadowbringers. Yeah, my 185 pounds has gone out for Shadowbringers already. So, wow, man. 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you play MMOs, but would you give Blood Desert Online a try? I'll give anything a try, man. I'm um, I'm an optimist. I like to see what companies have to offer. I like to see what developers do when they come together with an idea. So, yeah, man. Nice. You said you'll try anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's <laughs> Don't say that with him around. Don't. I'll try anything in relation no. to games. It's recorded. It's recorded. <laughs> I can edit all this out so you, you, you can't. Got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick to the first statement. Yes, Tim, I'll try anything. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> Well, to be fair, you get to spend time with Gary, so you've already tried it. Hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gary is Gary is everything, so you've tried yeah. it. He is, man. We, st- we hung out last night. We went to a Japanese arcade, and it was great. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm jealous. They literally had games that were not translated into English. <laughs> oh, oh, well. I thought you were going to stop there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, from how bad the arcade scene seems, sounds like it's America, then, you know, that is kind of a plus. Yeah. They have some <laughs> awesome arcades, though. There was one arcade that we didn't get to play. I don't know if you saw it, Ed. It was that one that I told you that's completely Japanese and it's not translated. It was like one of the first games we saw as we walked in. The Final Fantasy one? No, 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 no. It was the one by the the Korean cherry photo booth. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't see. <laughs> I mean, you no. had me a Korean well, cherry. Well, <laughs> I, I was looking at it with Elmer, and we're like, what the hell is it? It's a chef game. You play a chef, and you hit the table like you're chopping shit up. And then oh, yeah. when, you, when you get mad because the orders are getting crazy, you can flip that whole table over. Why does this sound like the awesome. best video game ever? It looked really awesome. I want, it, I, I want an actual plug-in. I want it to come out on PS5 or PS4 and yeah. have a table controller. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah, like a DDR jump pad, but a table. Yeah. yeah, you can literally like lift and throw the, the table. It was pretty great. I love mm. it. Yeah, Totally missed that. And yeah, if they, they bring it, you know what, if they bring it over here, you know who has to promote that game? Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I love that man, by the way. I think he's great. Yeah, it, that game needs to have him. It's like Gordon Ramsay's chef table turning. I don't, I... Awesome. Is that England's national treasure? Is that your guys' top guy, or is there somebody else? Well, I think Jamie Oliver is also up there, but I hate the guy, so no. Why? Because he's Jamie Oliver. Do I All need right. to say anything else? I mean, I, I would think the Queen would be number one for you guys, but. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Depends on who no. you talk to, to be honest. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, I hate that old woman. <laughs> well, no, I don't hate her, but it depends on who you talk to. Some people just love her. Some people dislike her. It's it's a very mixed bag in England when it comes ben, to the Queen. Ben is like, I try to get into the castle and pet the dogs, and then I got tackled. <laughs> Beat up. <laughs> All I uh, did was want to pet the doggy. <laughs> oh, you know me, Gary. They wouldn't... <laughs> That's awesome. I'd, I'd end up sit, it, sitting there petting the dogs all day. Can I ask you guys a question? <laughs> yeah, sure. What is going on with Death Stranding? Is there still any kind of like uh, clarification as to what's happening in that game? We got a release date, didn't we? Uh... Yes, and you got a crazy two hundred dollar pre order. But what's what's like what's happening in that game? I still don't get it. Yes. It's Kojima, dude. You're not supposed to get it. Yeah, I, okay. It's Kojima. Chance, <laughs> he doesn't get it. I mean, I got Metal Gear, quarter of it. So <laughs> a quarter of it. 
Well, you know, the end scenes in all the Metal Gears, they have all that crazy talk and all this, oh. like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The um, Game UK has a special edition of Death Stranding for sixty nine ninety nine. Ooh, what is it? What do you get with this? Uh, you get the baby. You get oh, the fake oh no, that's the that's the super expensive one. They've sold out of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah, get a steel tin. You get a gold mask, music, some sunglasses, a hat, and a book that explains the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the book it tries to explain the game, but then you have to buy the separate book that explains the book. Got him. Cipher, <laughs> dude. You got to get the code for the cipher. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ed, Ed, I have no idea what's going on. My theory of what's going on is yeah. that the world is kind of fucked, and obviously you're trying to fix it. And what yeah. they're doing is they're cloning babies through the DNA of the survivors. Yeah. And he, those babies allow you to go and visit the time of your ancestors. Oh, mm. it's like a mix of uh, Children of Men and Assassin's Creed. Maybe that—that's my theory. <laughs> that that explains why we're going to World War One over there. And I like the theory that I World mean, War the World War One is actually just a uh, a figment of death, and it's like you're going in between life and death. Nice, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're seeing like the same characters in different timelines. Yeah. Um, like Matt's Matt's Michelson's character. Um that's my theory, is that you're just going to the time of your ancestors. Trying yeah. to figure something a, out. I don't know. It's a great theory, man. That's just a theory. A game yep. theory. Thanks for listening. Tim has a hard on <laughs> for that game, so he can probably give you better theories than I can. Tim, can we hear more about your hard-on? Yeah. Uh, I can tell you about it, but I get... Details, please. Um, you will try anything, right? That's still, that's still a yeah, battle quote. Still... <laughs> we were editing that part out. Let's just start from scratch. Okay, never mind then. Forget it. Don't worry about it. By the way, I want no, pre- I've, I've, got, I've got a pre-order the Doom Eternal Collector's Edition. I want that helmet. Yeah. That looks awesome. No, seriously, Tim, what are your theories of Death Stranding and what's happening? Honey butter. Honey butter. Okay. That's a good theory. Um, It is a good theory, dude. It's like the best theory. (laughs) Honey butter. (laughs) And then Liquid comes in at the end and he's like, Ha-ha, don't you like my sunglasses? (laughs) That's how it ends. That's how Death Stranding ends. Oh my god, I, I... I didn't know Death Standing was a prequel to that. Nobody. Not even Kojima knows. Uh, anyway, your real your theories. Um, you know, the thing is that I don't have any theories because I don't want to have any theories. I just want to go into that game raw and Wrigley. I just want to... Mm. Nice. I don't know. I I love the atmosphere. I love the the casting. I love the themes. I love Kojima. I don't care. I just I just want to be ignorant as fuck walking into that game. It's probably a good idea, Tim. I mean, I had theories of five, and they were wholly disappointing in reality. So 
Yeah. yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> so we finally got a title for the Dragon Ball game that got announced. Um, I can't remember what it was now. Project oh, yeah. Dragon C. Ball Z, Kakarot. Dragon Ball Kakarot. Stupid name. Um, Why? Why? It's just the name Dragon Ball Goku. Have something cooler like no. Legacy of Kakarot. Oh, Kakarot it's stories. It's not the same as it's not the same as saying Goku, which is why it was such a big deal that Goku said he, that Broly could call him Kakarot in the movie because yeah. Goku never says Kakarot. It's a big deal, honestly. It's not just like saying it's Goku at all. It's um, it's not just being Goku being a human, it's him being like, it's yeah. like his whole legacy, it's not just him being, you know, a savior of humanity, it's him being a, a Saiyan. And the celebration of that, and I think that's like, the, the, the I don't think it's going to be that deep or anything, but the name itself is more yeah. of that focus rather than it just being, you know, like him being a Z fighter. So yeah, if the rumors are true, it will only go up to the Freezer saga, but we'll see. Um, it's an open area... RPG. It doesn't look like it's open world. It's just open area. Uh, You're in open area. Tim, what do, you, what do you think of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? I don't know if it's going to be like profound or anything, but I feel like it will be one of those like niche Dragon Ball games that fans love, and I want to make sure I have it. I don't know if I'm going to get it right away or not. We'll see how I'm feeling, but I'm definitely going to get it at some point. Uh, old, like, I, yeah. It might not be a game that I'm like super hot for right away, but it might be one of those games that I like warm up to later on. Yeah. The problem is, early next year has so many um, big titles coming out. Also true. You've got, which is why I probably won't get it right away. Fantasy Seven remake. You've got Cyberpunk. You've got some other titles, I guess. Oh, dude, <laughs> Cyberpunk! Look at everything else. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I'll, I'll announce this here. I've told this up to a load of people, but if you're a PC player... Um, Me. There is a decent <laughs> deal on GOG for uh, Cyberpunk. If you also like um, other... Uh, if you have, like other um, CD Projekt Red, uh, but you haven't bought them on PC yet, it's called the um, CG Project Red Collection. Um, it includes... Uh, one second. I can tell you, it includes Cyberpunk 2077. The Witcher 3 the Witcher, Wild Hunt. Thornbreaker, which is The Witcher's Tales. Yeah. Uh, Witcher 2 Assassin's Creed. Which Assassin's Creed? Witcher 2 Assassin's Creed. I want that game. Yeah. Crytek? Dude, yeah. Um, CG Project Reddit handling that would be amazing. Just saying. Witcher 2 Assassin's Creed. Assassins of Kings, man. Assassins of Kings. Assassins of Creed. Close enough. The Witcher Enhanced Edition and the Witcher Adventure game. All for about $87. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but it's not that bad when you think you're getting Cyberpunk and all the Witcher games. Well, most of the Witcher games are always on sale on PC for like five doll hairs. So yeah. you can probably get those for something like, I don't know, $15, $20 on yeah. their own. 
Yeah, that's and then you're spending what seven hundred and eighty five dollars on one game? Nah. No, you're spending nah. sixty. Oh, seven hundred eighty five. It's eighty nine dollars. Oh, I thought you said seven hundred, JK. No, eighty nine. I was like, damn, never mind, that's fine. Yeah, sixty nine hey, pounds. Eighty nine dollars. I'm visiting goodoldgames.com right now, and it says that 100% of your money goes to CD Projekt Group for Cyberpunk 2777. Well, yeah, yeah. they own that. They own GOG, so... Uh, Witcher 2 Man. is £2.39 Thank right you, now. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, maybe, awesome. not, not, maybe not worth it, actually. Witcher 2 is £2.39, and The Witcher is £1. That's way too much, dude. One GOG whole is hot, though. GOG is pretty hot, yeah. £1.9p. Mm. I'm waiting for them to bring back Nocturne on GOG, and then I'll... Oh my god, please. Appreciate that. Oh my there. god. Um, anyway. What were we talking Dragon Ball Kakarot. Um, Ed. Yeah. Dragon Ball Kakarot, are you looking forward to it? I am. I like action RPG type stuff. Nice. Um, so it looks, you know, it looks good. You know, the title, I kind of agree with you. It's kind of bland but it makes sense it's just you yeah. know whatever they wanted to choose to kind of stand out from everything else um i want to see what they're going to do with it though as far as action rpg because last rpg game that i played that's dragon ball related was on the nintendo 3ds i think it was uh attack of the saiyans oh yeah i never played that i played booze fury which was on the game boy advance oh was that good it wasn't bad yeah i'm gonna have to look into that because yeah attack of the saiyans was great if anybody wants to play dragon ball ZRPG. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, Gary. Uh, oh, man. What can I say? Um, I was very much excited for it up until I saw some of the gameplay. Um, and that's not saying that it looks bad. It's that it looks very similar to every other Dragon Ball game. Uh, in particular, I want to bring up Budokai Tenkaichi that franchise and right now even dragon ball legends on your mobile phone uh that's what the combat is reminding me of uh again not saying that that's a bad thing but it just seems like they're not really trying too hard with it in my opinion and right now i'm also watching a gameplay video it's like a 20 minute gameplay video um the world that they've designed where you can fly around and interact with stuff, the, the open areas, does not look or remind me of Dragon Ball in any way. Like, the design looks more like a Jump Force design with Goku thrown into it. Like, if you look at it, it literally looks like the Grand Canyon. And everything designed around it just doesn't feel like something that was designed in the Dragon Ball universe. Like, they have a bridge that looks like a bridge that you would see in our real world rather than something that Toriyama would have designed in a Dragon Ball. Um, if that makes sense to you guys, what I'm trying to Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so to me right now, it just looks like they have a license, but their world building and their level design isn't taking really any inspiration from the source material. They're just kind of, here's an area that looks somewhat Dragon Ball-ish, and you can go and explore it. But, 
you know, I, I mentioned my problems with doing it as DBZ in general, uh, simply because I just don't see what Goku would be fighting that he can defeat with a single attack. Um, and yeah, you're fighting dinosaurs and stuff here, but to me, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'd rather have it more as the original Dragon Ball, because then it would make sense as a kid Goku taking on these big challenges rather than adult Goku who can one-shot pretty much everything. I, you know, Gary, I agree with you there, man. I think your perspective is great on that. Um, that's why I like to mention the RPG that I played on the Nintendo DS because they had to do a lot of that filler stuff that you're discussing. Like, what is he going to fight, right? Super powerful. He's going to be destroying everything with one hit. Completely agree. In that particular RPG, they did make up some extra characters. They actually made up some extra story, too, because it was following the time that um, Vegeta and Nappa were coming through right after Raditz. And so they added on all these crazy things that didn't really relate to the story, but it still worked. Um, so it could be something to look forward to with this game. Maybe they will somehow pre-fill it. I just want to say that, like, there are those details, but there's also gameplay, and that's everything for me. If they nailed the gameplay, whatever they do to fill it in the rest with is going to be bonus. Yeah, that, that's fine, dude. I'm glad you see that one. I'm just a sucker for those small details. No, for know? sure. Everybody's, yeah. So, I agree with you, though. And I, I posted a video of the one that I was watching, so if you guys want to see what I'm talking about. Watching it right meow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my take on it. I'm, I'm still probably going to pick it up because it's Dragon Ball and I fucking love that franchise, so. Exactly. Yeah, can't wait to see the three hundred dollar collector's edition that comes with yet another Goku statue. Wait, what? Has that been announced yet? No, but it probably will be. <laughs> cool, cool. Might have to get that. So yeah, that's my take. Nice. I don't know where Ben went, but I'm back. Ah. Uh there he is. Uh, Jack and Jack. <laughs> remake has a date. March 2nd. What's, what is that? What's that game? I don't know. Third, Maybe one of the biggest RPGs of all time. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's not, you know... Uh, I, I, March I, I, think, I think it's safe to say that it is the biggest RPG of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Um, well, yeah, go, going backwards or in retrospect, I think I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they showed off the gameplay footage, which people have been excited for and nervous because of the way Pharmacy Fifteen plays. But it feels like it's feels a lot like the old games with a twist. You can now do um, attack. It's not really hack and slashy, but you can attack with normal attacks. And then as your ATBR bar fills up, you'll be able to attack with special fancy splashy attacks. Um, which Gary predicted. Well, we, I think both of us predicted that, really. Um, but Gary, do you want to talk about Fantasy oh, Seven Remake? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so it is still going to be in multiple parts. Uh, they're not calling it episodic. Uh, they're calling it more parts. So who knows how many parts it's going to have. 
obviously there's been a lot more information that's been revealed since E3 about it. Um, uh, I believe they said that they don't really know when part two is going to come out. Uh, they don't really have a roadmap for it. I don't think it's going to be that long though. Uh, I'm calling it maybe a year, maybe two years until part two comes out. Um, yeah, the entire first part of Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to take place in Midgar. And it pretty much is going to end when the party decides to leave the city. Um, so I'm assuming we're going to get Red 13 at the end of this game, uh, which I'm super excited for. But um, I love cats. <laughs> who doesn't anymore, man? <laughs> Especially adorable Red Kitty. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, the whole thing takes place in Midgar. Uh, it's going to be on two Blu-ray discs, which is insane. I think it's the first game to do that um, since Blu-rays became a thing. Uh, Would you constitute the Red Dead Redemption two disc thing as the thing? Is it on two discs? Well, I don't know. Yes and no. Like the the first disc is purely an installation disc. Mm-hmm. And then you play the game on the second disc. No, oh, that's weird. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll see how this works. Well, it'll probably work the like, same way that Red Dead works. You've reached the end of disc one, insert disc two. Like, I think that'd be personal. You know, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think this is funny because not like eight years ago, there was a joke made in Metal Gear Solid 4 about Blu-ray discs re <laughs> removing the need for multiple discs, and now here we are. <laughs> here we are. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane to think about. Like, Obviously, there's been so many massive games that have come out that have obviously been able to do it on one disc, so I'm wondering what exactly is causing it to be on two discs. Like, is Midgar going to be 100% explorable? Like, is it just going to be one giant like, yeah, that's what it sounds like they're gonna do. Explore. That's insane. Yeah, like that's huge to me because yeah. Midgar is a pretty massive city when you look at it from yeah. like the cinematic when it pulls out. Oh, well, uh, I don't know if it explore the whole of Midgar, but I feel like it's gonna be a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah, they're they're adding a whole bunch of stuff. They're, they're making it a very livable, breathable world for yeah. you to explore. Because um, making it the whole of Midgar explorable of would just be pointless. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's not really going to look much different in every area because of the way it is. But see, that's the thing. We don't know the whole of Midgar. We've only seen yeah. a small, tiny portion of Midgar from Final Fantasy VII and yeah. whatever they did in Advent Children. But... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big game. They're saying it's yeah. going to be the size of a fledged Final Fantasy title. So... Yeah, they said that each part is about the equivalent of a final, one of the Final Fantasy thirteen franchise games. So, And that's huge. Yeah. That is huge. Um, yeah. But again, I'm going to go and say that I, I see a lot of it being a little linear than open. Uh, yeah. simply because Midgar was a linear part of the Final Fantasy VII experience. It was the start of it yeah. uh, before you actually went outside and just were able to explore the big open world. Um, well, you couldn't even really explore it that much, really. 
I've been playing through seven and really it's a lot it's very sectioned off until later on in the game. Until later on, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, uh, everything's coming back, materials are coming back, summons are coming back, uh a lot of small details you can material equipped on the weapons, which I thought was pretty cool. What what I'm interested in seeing is if you acquired when you acquire new weapons, do the weapons change? Like, is there, like, a different uh, You could see a different weapon on Cloud, so yeah. Oh, so he doesn't have the Buster Sword all the time. No, he had the Force Stealer at one point. Oh, nice. So, so that's pretty cool. Um, it, was, yeah, that's pretty it, cool. It, was, it was a lot bigger in 7, but I feel like they sort of, you know, standardized the designs and lengths. So... Mm. I don't know if we'll get as many weird weapons as we did in 7, the original, but, <laughs> yeah. No, I think you guys are forgetting something. There's one reason why there's going to be a second disc. Why? Chocobo Racing. <laughs> the whole disc is just Chocobo Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, what else do you need? It's oh 40 hours of gameplay of trying to get the gold Chocobo. That's what it is. Or well, you cheat like I do. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, I you, there's a uh, memory cheat you can use in the at least the remasters, where you can skip all the chocobo racing to get the gold chocobo. Wow. Yeah. I plan on it. I did it for funsies. It also means that you can get the nicer round as soon as you start disc two and make and break the whole game. Oh my god. <laughs> That sounds like super fun to play, man. It is. <laughs> it really is. I wonder uh, if uh, they're still going to keep uh, Vincent and Yuffie as discoverable characters. They're probably going to be main characters. Yeah, yeah I, I think they're going to be yeah. main characters because they do have significant roles to play in the sequels. Yeah. I guess. Gotcha. No, from what and... I heard from a leak, I don't. again, we don't know 100% how much this leak is true, but... Yuffie was supposedly optional in the remake, but not optional. Um, you can okay. find her early, but if you don't find her early, you still get her later, later on as you know an actual character. So again, don't know how much this is leak is true, but yeah. Well, the leak is weird because you're probably not gonna even come close to getting her in the first game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so if they're saying they're not even working on part two yet, then I don't know how accurate yeah. that week is. Uh, but yeah, obviously Vincent, yeah. Yuffie, and Sid, we're not going to get them in part one. They'll come oh, later. man. I love yeah. Sid. Great yeah. character. Yeah, because you don't get him in the original game until after you. I just hope they don't change yeah. Sid too much. They're probably going to yeah. change him because Neither of the smoking. But Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want him to change really. I want I want him to still be smoking. <laughs> just Me give too, him a uh, just give him a smoker's cough to put people off. <laughs> Every time he does I a hope... limit break, he coughs beforehand, and then wheezes after. His... I hope he still has his limit break where he calls in the ship and starts bombarding the enemies. Yeah. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> Do you think they'll make Knights of the Round Table like twenty minutes long, like normal? That's probably the whole second disc right there, man. You yeah. just cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> one hour of 4k CGI I just unlocked the 
I think there's still the question of whether summons are going to be animations that play or if they're going to actually just jump in and fight with you. I feel like there's going to be both. I hope they're like 10. You can bring them in, fight with them, and then use the summon ability. Well, I think it's going to be like 15 in a way where they'll come in and do the summon animation and it'll be a CGI trailer sort of thing. You know, like... I think using the least amount of 15 is the best choice. Yeah, but that's the, yeah. the least. That would be the best way to use it, though, from 15. My opinion. But that's not channel. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I I hope they keep them traditional, like they did in seven, where they're just summons. They come in, they do their attack, yeah. they lose. That's why I said that's what like fifteen, as well, because fifteen was kind of like that. Well, I I love the summons in fifteen, but the problem with the summons in fifteen is, yeah. a they take too long to even do, and they yeah. have a prerequisite to do. That's what I mean. Just I mean, just have it so that you use ATB bar. They come in, do an attack, and then disappear. No, well, maybe. That that'd way, they're cool, visible on the world but... because that'd be cool. <laughs> By the way, if you maybe. pre-order, you actually get some summons, which is unique because um, you didn't get summons in Final Fantasy VII till after Midgar. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. Speaking of pre-order. Is anybody getting the three hundred dollar edition? Me, I've already pre-ordered it. I know. No, like that—that that honestly is not one edition. You're buying a bundle of the game and a figure, and I think that's some shit. Like, if it were one, if it were something like how near um, Automata did it, where it's just all in one thing, like you're actually buying one box yeah. of stuff, it would be something different for me. But you're buying multiple things so like they're they're basically just selling the toy that they have not toy they're selling the the figure of cloud yeah. on the bike alongside the the game release but chances are the bike cloud won't be sold separately just like how with um, they had a special doctor's figure that was sold with the fifth fancy 15 one Noctus was sold separately but the one that was included with 15 was never sold so then they'll probably sell a different variant. Oh, they already have I a thought. variant of him and a bike, so it's just it always sells okay. out as soon as it goes up on sale. Well, see, that's the problem because it's a play arts figure, right? It's, yeah. so it's not yeah. an actual statue, it's a play arts figure, so it's yeah. bendable and movable. Yeah. So you won't even be able to tell the difference if you buy the retail one compared to the collector's edition one. Well, no, it's probably a d- different color bike. <laughs> Is it pink? Well, no, this one's black, so. Okay. <laughs> I think it's too pricey, personally. Yeah, it's, yeah. I would say it's too pricey, but it, Final Fantasy VII was my first RPG, and that's the only reason why I'm buying it. Hey, more power to you. I've already gone in blind for Death Stranding this year. I can't do another one, especially not for that. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing yeah. Death Stranding, so. You should give up on the Death Stranding one, man. It comes with a fake baby. That's cool! Yeah, I want- all, after that, all you need is Norman Reedus to complete. Wait, didn't I predict that? Didn't I say, oh, imagine if the the, the, the collector's edition came with a baby. I think I did in a previous podcast. Well, I don't know if that's really a baby. That's a baby. It doesn't like, like poop or anything. Why am I here? Anyway, I'm looking at the pre-order now for the £250 collector's edition. It comes with the Carbuncle Summon, the Cactar Summon, the Chocobo Chick Summon, which are all new for Fantasy Seven. 
So, yeah. As long as Hades comes back, I'm okay. Boom. Yeah. But the thing is, though, <laughs> those were never... They, they, you never had summons in Midgar. The yeah. first summon you got was just outside of Midgar when you go to the Chocobo stables and you talk to the Chocobo. And it would go walk, 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 and then puke out a summon. That's amazing. I want to see yeah. that scene in 4K. I do. It, it, yeah, they, they, okay. all the chocobos do a little dance, and then the, one of them just vomits the chocobo material out. Actually, on this <laughs> note, I I started playing Final Fantasy VII last night. Yeah. And I am going through all these scenes, and I'm thinking, man, what are these going to be like in the remake? And it actually is making this playthrough easier to go through. By the way, are you playing so on PS4? That's what I'm playing on, yeah. Remember to play it with triple speed on. <laughs> oh, dude, that's all I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. I can't play that game now in normal mode. No. Uh, so, yeah, Fantasy Seven Remake. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Fantasy Eight Remastered. Uh, I need that. Tim, I guess, first. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. I don't want to talk about my, my story with, with Eight. I've only played the first disc because I got lost off the train and I'm an idiot. But it's a game that I was really enjoying until I screwed it up. Will you try so and get the platinum? So what's going to stop me from like getting lost again? Uh, I will be here. Yeah, Ben will help me. <laughs> will you try and get the platinum? Ben, answer that question yourself. <laughs> I'm going to yes. I, I want the platinum for seven, but I'm missing one trophy and I keep screwing it up. Is it the Barrett one? It sure is. Um, I can tell you how to do it. I'm working on it right now. Nice. Oh my god, cheater. Uh, once I finish this playthrough, because I'm on the third disc, and I've been, I've been streaming at Moogle Go Around Radio, go check out Twitch or Twitch at Moogle Go Around Radio as I play through Fantasy Seven. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> I love your ability to regurgitate that stuff. Man, you could be I'm... a rapper, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Rap about. Ed, are you looking forward to the Fantasy Eight remaster? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> so let me give you my two cents, man. He knows what's up. I first of all, PS One is the pinnacle era of RPGs, JRPGs, and they had a lot of greats. Okay. When FF Seven came out, it was a phenomenal RPG. Everybody knows that. Obviously, they're making a remake, yeah. and I really liked the character design. The whole chibi deformed look of the characters and just the cuteness of it. I thought it was great. Then they brought FF8 and my first hesitation was the design aspect. I didn't like it. Try to make it, you know, more human-like, more defined characters of what they should be and, you know, having the, the height and just that it is not something that attracted me. I played it. I thought it was okay. Never played it again. Then I tried 9. That one was better in my opinion. Yes. Um, but still, they didn't capture me as much as seven. So for eight in general, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Um, Gary. Uh, I'm I'm with Ed. Uh, I thought eight was not good. <laughs> there are aspects of eight that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the music of eight. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the story of eight. I enjoyed the, the big mystery of like you playing a squall and then randomly playing as well as a Laguna. Was that his name? Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. For this it's really old game. It's, 
It's literally in like the first three hours of the game. Uh, I got lost off the train, dude. Well, that's your problem, isn't it? Anyways, the mystery behind what was going on there, I was very intrigued by that. Um, a lot of stuff intrigued me. I, I, my, my biggest problem with eight was the gameplay. Um, Tell I did not like the fact Draw. that I, yeah, I had to steal shit to get shit. To exactly. <laughs> this version doesn't have that anymore. Really? I don't, I don't have to steal fire to use fire magic? No, you can use cheat. You can no. use the power of cheating to get everything. Yeah, they, yes. They the have power the, of the cheating is going to disable out. your trophies. No, so, they no, don't. It doesn't. No, they don't. No. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, Gary, dude, dude, like, dude, the quality of life stuff that they've added to the new Final Fantasies yeah. are part of the game. They're not... Yeah. They don't... Like, you have speed boosts and stuff on. You, They don't stop you from getting anything. Yeah. Okay. You can what use you the saying, power man? of cheating. I was just saying, man, don't worry about it. Get a Game Shark and you're set. <laughs> <laughs> Get a Game Shark. That's awesome. But, By the way, okay. okay. Uh, besides that, though, um, I didn't like the fact that I can just summon without any consequences and just win every fight by summoning. And the fact that that game was incredibly unbalanced. And by unbalanced, I mean the person who gets the last hit during combat, gains more experience than everybody else. See, that's and your problem. You, you were trying to get experience points. I was playing the game. Yeah. What are you talking about? I was trying to get experience points. The, the, the lower uh, level you are, the lower level the enemies are. They scale up to you. So the best way to do it is try to use uh, the card ability so you turn them into cards so you don't get experience. Wow, that sounds super fun. And then you use the... the uh, the um, ability from Diablos to turn the cards into items, and then you can you turn the items into magic, so that way you can get the magic without drawing, and you can you can play through without leveling up. Wow, you're you're literally making my point for me, Ben. Uh... And you can... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I you had what, fun man. with this system. I liked it. <laughs> it was different because yeah, it's so it's so broken. It makes no sense. Um, it meant I could get all my school's ultimate weapon as soon as I left the first area. Oh my god! You could get school's ultimate weapon as soon as you it, just just as soon as you leave, just before you go after Ifrit. That sounds so fun. It is fun. Like, okay. For people like me, that are weirdos that try and get the best stuff before you game lets you. <laughs> well, let me tell you what happened with me. This happened on two different playthroughs. I played it when it came out on PS One. And again, as a PS1 classic that I played on my Vita, the exact same thing fucking happened. When I reached the, what is it? What disc do you fight the ultimate weapon on? Is it the third or fourth? I think it's the third. The third disc. I went to fight ultimate weapon. This is where I realized the game was so broken that I didn't even want to finish it. Squall... My, the main character, Squall, was level 73 when I went into that fight. Everybody else on my party, every single party member, was about level 17. So unbalanced that everybody died in one hit. Everybody. No matter, even if I fight regular enemies, they all died in one hit. It was so terrible that it happened twice. The same thing happened twice. And I, I couldn't do it anymore. And then I learned 
that in order to really beat Ultimisha, who wipes your entire party at the, like, because she doesn't attack, that just wipes out your entire, you can only survive that fight if you have a specific item, and you can only use that item, like, one time. So if she does the attack twice, you literally can't finish the game because it's an instant kill. I'm sorry, it's that's that's terrible. I I don't ever want to go through it again, and I'm not going to. That's my experience with eight. The best thing that came out of eight for me was was the card game, and then they even screwed you on that, and they forced you to not be able to get all the cards. Because you have to either get one card or get a different card. So you couldn't get them all. That's like playing Pokemon and back. Sorry, you can't have Bulbasaur if you chose Charizard ever. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's still Pokemon Sword and Shield. Not cool. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon in general, dude. <laughs> uh, for Final Fantasy XIV fans, the live letter recently showed off Eden. And it really does look like the Eden from Final Fantasy VIII, so... It'll be interesting to see how that raid goes out. The raid comes out June 15th, so. I mean, July 15th, not June. Because otherwise it'll be already be out. <laughs> uh, nice. So. Uh, what, uh, what else should we talk about, E3? There was so much to talk about. Gary, you got anything Jedi you'd like to mention? Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Ed, there you're you a Star Wars fan. Tell us about Jedi Fallen Order. Correction, I'm a Respawn fan, but yes, <laughs> the Star Wars is great. I actually just, you know, watched the whole episode one, two, three about four years ago. My girlfriend made me, but here's the thing about this whole thing, this whole game is that Respawn, you know, until uh, when Titanfall 2 had released, I knew nothing about them. Gary knows my whole story. And I bought the bundle with Battlefield 1, I think it was at the time. And that game just captivated me and mesmerized me. Everything about it was beautiful. The single player was fun. The gameplay uh, in general was great. The multiplayer was just polished, you know. So they positioned themselves as this company who actually cares about quality and cares about giving you a great gameplay feel, which I'm really big about. So when I first heard that they were going to be the ones creating this single player adventure for Star Wars, I didn't care what the theme would be. I was just excited to know that it's going to be Respawn. They could have made it Star Trek or Pokemon. I don't give a shit. I just want to know what they're going to do with their creativity to make this a phenomenal game. I've seen a lot of the gameplay. I think it's looking good so far. I think they have a lot left to polish as far as just like the maneuvering, the uh, character response and so forth. But I personally am pretty stoked for it. Jedi Fallen Order. Cool. This year. Yeah. All faith for Ed hangs because of the developer. Because of freaking Titanfall 2. <laughs> if you guys don't know already, the greatest FPS shooter for these, this console generation. Uh, you mean ever? Yeah. There you go. Ever. There you go. Um, I won't say ever, but yes. You yeah. had a bad taste. So. I was going to say there's a lot of competition forever. Back. Yeah, like fear. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it That's depends great on FPS, the time but as well. Because GoldenEye was really good for its time. It's shit now, but when it came it out, it was brilliant. It, that is true. You know what's phenomenal about that game? It was 11 megabytes big. 
Let me Damn. say that again. 11 See? megabytes. I guess this proves, Gary, that it doesn't have to be big to be influential. Okay, Mr. 17 inches or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's the not size that counts, it's how many characters you have. <laughs> and, and guess what else it didn't need? It didn't need patches to make it better. Well, it kind of did. The problems in that game just didn't get fixed. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Because they weren't problems. They sure oh, were yeah. problems. A lot of people yeah. don't yeah. understand, but, you uh, know, patches are a good thing. <laughs> so many games back then were broken, we just put up with it because there was no way to fix it. Uh, I'm going to be on the opposite of the spectrum. I think they were designed as best as they could because they took time to make them. Now they just pump shit out and then fix it later. I'm going to take a little from category A and B on that one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, a little bit of both, really. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, as long as they're well, not when, games, when I played game. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, I, I felt like they were... And then I played Dude. 5, and all of a sudden, there's like a patch every week. Yeah. My first experience. Yeah, but the difference is oh, 2 and 3 were made with the team being able to have electricity. 5 was made with power outages randomly. Four, even 4 didn't require patches. And yet, here we go. Final Fantasy 13 didn't get a single patch. How many patches have we had for 15? Clear got a patch. Well, how many? One. But it was a patch. Yeah. One patch. I'm, I'm sorry, compared to the infinite number we've gotten. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you said zero patches. Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. I didn't realize that 13 had gotten a patch because I played it before patch. Hashtag. Yeah, before. Hashtag before the patch. I want to say, though, to Gary's comment about them actually trying back in the day to make a quality game, I really do agree. And I feel like that was kind of the the uh, status quo for the whole world. Like, you would notice that your TVs were made better. All your electronics were made better. Nowadays, they just rely on you buying warranties. And nowadays, they rely on you buying or getting patches for your games. I guess they're just, like, you know, trying to get a product at the door that's maybe 90% complete um, and then just patching it later. But I also will say that the development of games nowadays compared to the 90s is much more complex. There's a lot more moving parts, too. So they're going to have error. Everything is going to have an error. There's there's nothing is perfected, you know? I second that. All of it, 100%. Also, there's more people playing now. Yes. I mean, more people actually bug testing the game. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah. You're not selling to like 10,000 people. You're selling to like 10 million people. 10 million people doing the same thing over and over again means that there's chances are that someone's going to pop up that you weren't tested. Right, right. Yeah. You increase your chances of uh, yeah. encounter of all these bugs. Uh, but it's always interesting to find stuff like a couple of years ago, someone found content in Fantasy 9 that was never found before. Someone a found a side quest ball? about two or three years ago that was never found until two or three years ago from Fantasy Nine. Well, yeah, that's because people couldn't use the strategy guide because it was the worst strategy guide ever created. In the it history sure of was. <laughs> that bad, huh? Well, yeah, Dude, it was tried guide... to play online, and play online was their online service on PC. Yeah, so like you, you look at the guide and you get to like, oh, how do I solve this puzzle? And it will literally tell you to go to play online. To look up the solution. Oh, trust me, Seriously? Play Online, as someone who used Play Online a lot because <laughs> yeah, he played yeah. Fancy 11, was 
was ass. What yeah, the hell it, kind of a strategy guy is that? It, it, did, it gave you zero information. It's like, oh, you're, you're going to fight this boss. To look up strategies to defeat this boss, go to play online. Yeah. That's how they get hits. They just funnel you into a hole make you like it. That's yeah, actually it, a good point. You download play online thinking, ooh, Fantasy Eleven, let me buy that. It was the worst strategy guide ever. <laughs> it literally told you how to do uh, To be oh, fair, isn't that exactly what we do nowadays? Buy a strategy guide. Go check game facts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, back then the internet wasn't that big, so I didn't uh, want to get on my AOL 56k modem to. Where I had to unplug my my phone. And <laughs> I remember when we upgraded from 56k modem to ADSL. That was. You didn't have a scooter, Gary? What? You didn't have a splitter? No. What the hell, dude? Where you Splitters oh, were sorry. expensive. We didn't have a splitter. You know, how Ed and, you know how Ed and I played multiplayer games back in the day? No, you guys other. didn't share with me. We called each other. We literally, we played Resident Evil Outbreak on the PS2 by wrapping our phone <laughs> around our head so we can talk to each other. Wow. Good times. Good times. <laughs> nice to have friends. <laughs> no, we, could, we didn't have a splitter either, Tim. They they were quite at least over here they were quite expensive things yeah, to have. Two lines were expensive to have. Yeah. Well, the thing with at least with our company, like it's a really it was I guess it's a local ish one, but yeah. they would give us splitters so we could have phones on the same line in different rooms. That's crazy. Because we didn't have many lines, so they would give us these like cheap things, and I would just took I took one out of one phone that we weren't using and just put it in the computer. Totally good. Nice. I was going to say, when Ben mentioned the ADSL thing, that yeah. switch, that was like day and night, man. Yeah. I went from 56K to cable modem, and my Half-Life yeah. match online skills just through the roof. <laughs> went from 400 millisecond ping to like 20. I'm like, y'all dead now. <laughs> it was. Ed was the master of Counter-Strike and Half-Life online, man. Uh, I got banned all the time because people thought I was using hacks, and I didn't. And I, you know what's crazy? It's like, I think about nowadays, you have all this gaming gear, right? Your gaming mouth, yeah. your gaming keyboard, your gaming headset. I didn't have any of that shit. I had the basic USB, not even USB, whatever the multi-pin connection is for the keyboard. Uh, and a P ball uh, PS2, mouth. wasn't it? Yes, PS2. Yeah. And I rocked everybody's world. I didn't need any of this bullshit. And it's just, it's crazy, like, how much yeah. they've capitalized on that. Like, gaming keyboards, $200. What's so great about that? What is that keyboard doing? For it lights up. Damn it. All right, that's worth it. <laughs> Take my money. You can make Pac-Man lights on it. My, that's why one of the, one of the, I wanted. My, my mate bought one. And, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, an RGB in it. And then it basically made little dots on the keyboard. And then it had an animated Pac-Man go across the keyboard. Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, I just... it's. But seriously, it was, it was a great day and night experience to go from 56 to... I'll be honest, that's why I nearly went for the Razer phone, because the back of the, the phone has RGB. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it has like <laughs> a logo of, of the Razer on the back, and it changes colors. Everything is RGB nowadays, man. But I went with the Xperia 1 instead. I'm very happy with it. My Xperia 1 phone, which has a better resolution than my actual TV. Xperia being Sony? Yeah. Nice. Uh, 
the, my phone has a 4K HDR screen. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> overkill, but damn. Yeah, it's overkill. That's cool, though. Yeah. Uh, I love my little phone. Well, I, got the good I, I say great. little, but... <laughs> anyway, enough about my phone. Keep going, man. Let's talk about your phone. Yeah, sure, I don't mind. It's a 6.5-inch... Um... Oh, my God, you're doing it. <laughs> It's got a triple camera display on the back. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my S10 Plus has that. Nice. Yeah, the, S- the S10 Plus is really good. I'll admit that. Yeah. So I have the oldest phone of everybody? No. Well, yeah, you got like an everybody S10. Everybody ever. I have an S8. Everybody ever. Oh, After. damn. Uh, well, to be fair, the only reason why I upgraded was because mine was cracked. My old phone was smashed in, so. Dang, who'd you fight, dude? How'd that happen? <laughs> just playing Pokemon Go, and you couldn't catch. <laughs> no, yeah, literally, I was playing Pokemon. who was just hanging out, laying around. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was actually playing Pokemon Go. I was playing Pokemon Go. I was walking, and the wind <laughs> caught the back of the phone, and it flew out my hands. That's crazy. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. With all this remake and um, revitalization talk, what's yeah. one RPG from the past that you would want to see remade for today? Uh, How far back are we going? We're going as far back as you want. You just there's something that just always stood with you. You thought it was one of the greatest. I don't know why I want to say this because I've never really played the game. But I want to say and Alundra. That was a great <laughs> RPG. Yes. Yeah. I could see that. Gary? Oh, man. Uh, so many. I can Shadow Hearts. I can go with Wild Arms. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to go with Chrono Trigger, actually. I think Ooh. Chrono Trigger would be pretty fucking amazing as like a Final <laughs> Fantasy remake type of a game now. Yes, I agree with that. What about you, Tim? Earthbound? Wow. Earthbound? Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 Damn, that's hella old school, dude. Yeah, cool. I do. Oh, man, that's I don't like anything past 2015. I know. How... <laughs> you must have played it on the eShop. Oh, wait, you, you hate Nintendo. <laughs> I hate Nintendo, dude. I played it on an emulator. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what about I'll tell you guys? guys? I'll tell you what, man. Um... I want these kids to know, though, like, I'd always bring over all my games to Gary's house to beat with him. And the one oh. that stood out for me. Yeah, dude, I'd, like, get to the very end. Like, FF7, Wild Arms, would bring true. it to the house, we'd beat it together. That's true. Um, uh, you guys would the one That was a Tron 56K talk. What did you say? <laughs> I heard a robot. Would you beat it with both hands? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, for us, or for me, uh, the one that stuck out was Tales of Destiny. Yes. And the yes. reason why is because there was a little secret they never advertised about that game, which I was just so happy about. You found a particular ring in like the second town after the game had started, and that ring enabled the second controller to be utilized by your friend. Oh, so. Gary would jump in, and as soon as there was a battle, we'd we'd fight together because it wasn't like a time-based static RPG. It was a yeah. live action, not or live however you explain that, but side-scrolling, 
uh, 2D RPG was great. So if I, if I could have one story remade, I know they've had a lot of sequels, but it'd be the original yeah. Tales of Destiny. Well, uh, I, I can't remember if Final Fantasy VIII had this, but Final Fantasy IX, uh, one yeah. of the secret settings, if you looked into it, you could actually change who was playable. Because uh, you had four players in nine, you could actually set two of the characters to play uh, controller two. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. So you could have the um, two-player in the battles in nine. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what Tales of Destiny did. Yeah. Uh, but that was turn-based, so... You know, all Tales games are like that. Yeah. Well, Wait, yeah, they are player? now. They are now, but yeah. back then, you didn't know. You were like that on GameCube. Yeah. yeah, but that's this a, is PS1. Awesome. This is PS1. Yeah, this was the very, very first Yeah, game. like, you look at the back of the case and it says one player, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, same with 9, it didn't mention you. that they had two players. You can do it, and then we had found out that there's a ring. I think you have to do something with the arena in that game, wasn't it? You had to like win the arena to get the ring. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. man, there was something going on in that second town. Um, I think it was yeah. like the battle arena. You had to like win the entire battle arena, and you got this ring, and you got it, but you had no idea what the hell it was for. Exactly, it said mysterious it, it ring. It didn't tell you what it was for, and then we. I didn't even know how you discovered it. two players. I don't remember either, dude. I think. I don't. I really don't. Um, <laughs> but it was nice. It was a great Easter egg, man. That was such a great moment. Play as two peeps. It was fun, man. I played as Gar for sure. Yeah, you did. It was awesome. So before we wrap this up, has anyone got any last minute things they want to talk about? Uh, there was that kind of rumor leak of the release date for Last of Us Two that came out. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so during during an interview uh, on, I believe it was YouTube with somebody, I don't remember who. Let me see here. It was probably a voice actor. It's called uh, Between the Sheets is what the show is. Um, <laughs> that's that, so, that's that my show. <laughs> yeah, the guy was having an interview with Ashley Johnson, who does the voice and the mocap for Ellie. Yeah. Um, and he asked her about the release date for The Last of Us 2, and she started to say what it was, and then she caught herself and stopped. <laughs> um, and she pretty much said, I think it's coming out in Feb, and then she stopped. Um, so probably she's saying February, most yeah. likely. Uh, so February next year is another early 2020 game that's it's pretty much the holiday season. The holiday season yeah. now lasts from fucking September to <laughs> June. <laughs> my favorite game is the my favorite month of the year is for March. <laughs> for March. <laughs> April. April. Seriously, go. the holiday season is like eight months now. It's ridiculous how many games are coming out between November or October and April. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. So, Last of Us Two might be coming out in February. Nice. Hell yeah. That's gonna suck, man. Because I don't even know what's gonna be game of the year at this point for twenty twenty. Well, if it's out in twenty, if it's out early next year, not Last of Us. Not Last of Us Two, really. Really. Why? Because 
we all know that games of the year, even if it is game of the year for us, never gets voted for game of the year if it's below the first first six months of the year. I think The Last of Us is be an exception. There. <laughs> I so don't know. You're telling me, you're telling me, The Last of Us Two, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, um, and whatever else is coming out, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, they're not going to be in contention for Game of the Year. They might be for us or for any sane person, yes. But the way the Game of the Year works is, it's always at the end of the year. So by the time that most of the population have something else on their brain. Almost the population is stupid. You're right, though. Yeah. Halo Infinite is coming out next year, so that's the only thing anybody's going to be talking about. Yeah, there you go. Oh shit! <laughs> I've been waiting for that one. Even so if it were, does Halo deserve Infinite. Game of the Year, it's not going to. Chances are, it's not going to get it because it's coming out too early. I got a war. Got it. Came out in March. Yeah, I said chances. Yeah, we'll see, Ben. I don't know. I hope you're wrong. I hope you I'm wrong as right. well because I want Final Seven Remake to get it. <laughs> it's going to be a, a pretty dramatic year, that's for sure. I don't even know. Yeah. I can't even imagine the contention of games that are going to be next year. If Last of Us 2 is next year. Last of Us 2, Cyberpunk, Seven Remake. Yeah. Freaking just insane amount of games. I mean, Animal Crossing is coming out next year. That's probably going to be in all contentions. It's... Yeah. Hey, Breath of the Wild 2 might release this year. You never fucking know. Well, yeah, because so. they're using the same assets <laughs> as Breath of the Wild, so I don't think there's yeah. anything stopping them from doing it. I mean, I'm kind of upset that I've seen footage of Breath of the Wild 2 before I saw Metroid Prime 4, even though that was announced <laughs> way before. <laughs> well, I said, that Breath of the Wild 2 is using the same world as Breath of the Wild 1, so... When's Cyberpunk 2? Uh, April, well, April is it? Yeah. Yeah. Of next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we're already past that. My bad. <laughs> no, I already yeah. have it. It's out now. <laughs> nice. Came out April this year. <laughs> yeah. Even this year is fucked up too, man. I don't even know. Right now, remake Resident Evil remake two is is my game of the year so far, but there's still so much shit to come. I mean. Yeah. Know. Like Luigi's Mansion three. It's gonna take yeah. it out. This is true. And Link's Awakening is coming. And Shadowbringers Doom is Eternal, coming. Doom Eternal. Uh, Death Stranding is coming for Tim. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I can get Death Stranding as well. I'm going to buy Death Stranding. I'm just not going to buy the collector's edition. Well, I'm going to buy the collector's edition. I'm not just going to buy... I'm not going to buy the one Tim's buying. The baby? The baby. My baby. Get in my belly. I think he's going to feed it to his cats. Baby, the other, other white meat. Oh my god, what's wrong? <laughs> Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a new Contra coming out this year. You never know, man. Oh yeah, Contra. That's the game mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to win game of the year. Ever want Contra. to talk about that Contra game? <laughs> I got my fingers crossed for Titanfall 3, but I know it's not even on the radar. Well, we all know that Contra is going to win Game of the Year. Contra. Absolutely. For the Nintendo. Yeah. That, anyway, let's wrap this up. Like uh, one of the worst games I've ever seen. Gary. What's up? Have you got any shout outs and how can they contact you? Well, you can contact me on Twitter or anything else that uses the same 
name. Uh, I go by Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And shout outs to my boy Ed. Thank you for joining us. Wow, thank you. It's always nice to, to hear your sexy voice all the time. Oh, um, right shout outs to Tim and Ben. Woo. You guys are the best. Love you guys. Shout out to Fonzie. Hope he comes back soon. Chris, Klaus, and anybody else I may be missing. Uh, Tim. Uh, shout out to Ed for keeping Gary from me perpetually forever. Thanks for that. Yo, Gary's the best kind of gross. Um, Klaus, thanks for having me on the show again. Well back, that was pretty great, actually. Um, ben for being with me on that show. Ben for being, you know, Bay one twenty three sixty five. I had fun. Um, Gary, Gary for not loving me like he loves Ed. And it's all mutual, voice. man. We love each other, all of us. Oh, just not the same amount. Okay, cool. Wow. That's what I deal with. My love is never enough. Um, and then, you know, listeners, you're all just the best. Like, the very best. Like, no one ever was. Uh, uh, I get that reference. Oh, what is it? Pokemon. Oh, yeah, Pokemon theme song. Yeah. He knew um, what he was doing. He's not going to catch Pokemon right now. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm doing. You don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. Whatever. I do what I want. I hang out with ten gangs. <laughs> I get that reference. God damn it! Yeah. Yeah. If you want to find me anywhere, I don't know why you would, but uh, you can look on basically any social media under Timberelli. T i m b r e l l i. Uh, Ed. Hey. Um, thank you to you guys to, for having me on the show today. I always appreciate coming on for the second time, it looks like, and uh, just listening to you guys in general. You guys are great. Um, if you'd like to contact me, you can through the United States Postal Service at, <laughs> at 123 Fake Street, Fake City, Fake Country. And um, ironically yeah, enough, he doesn't. <laughs> I just want to mention, guys. I don't know if you know, but I know I keep coming back because I know it's a PlayStation podcast. But Luigi's Mansion Three has a ghost dog in it. Just wanted yeah. to put that out there. And Goo um, Luigi. Fascination. What? <laughs> what? That sounds like 90s <laughs> up again. <laughs> hey, how do you do that robotic voice, man? That's pretty creative. Hello. It's a power. I channel Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk. And that's yes, what happens. you do. Yeah. yeah, but thank you guys. Thank you so much. Awkward. Oh. I'd like to shout out to everyone that's listening right now. Go check out Master Radio at twitch.tv. Also check out Phoenix Town at twitch.tv. Also check out She Heals a Tank at twitch.tv. She Heals a Tank. They're currently doing a vegan Pete raid on the Wednesday, which is really critical. Um, I'd like to shout out to Ed. Thank you for joining us. Um, a shout out to both Tim and Gary, as always, it's always been fun. Uh, uh, miss you, Alfonso. I hope you're on here soon, Mike. 
Uh, Chris, I hope you're doing well. And a shout out to anyone that listens. Uh, thank you for listening. You make us enjoy doing what we words. Uh, but you can contact me at mdr underscore chili on Twitter. So until next week, um, I guess go play your video games. Maybe. If you want to. Yeah. I'm not going to force you. Or am I? Haha! I'll be behind you to force you to play it. Bye! Hot.